3: Hey, good morning. Good morning, Angela Yee. What's going on? It's DJ Thursday. M-V. It's day eight of my detox. How a lot is of that people, going? A lot of people hit me up, asking me what detox I'm on. So if anybody wants to try it, it's thedetoxnow.com. Thedetoxnow.com. Let
2: her finish first. I would say that.
3: Yeah, a lot of people DM <laughs> me asking me.
2: That's what I, you know, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a try. I think when you finish, let All me just right. see it because your energy is. When you walk, at like usually you got a little like a, a bunny hop, like you got a little jump. No, I don't. Today you like a little snail, like you just nice and slow.
3: Well, I did actually go out last night. And you went out last night. And we had Wealth Wednesdays yesterday at that the Deuce Bar. Wealth Wednesdays, which was very successful. Mm -hmm. So that was exciting. We had a former congressman, Ed Towns. He was a congressman for 30 years, the fifth longest running congressman in history. And then we had Dorinda Walker from Prudential Financial. And we had Greg Bishop, who's the commissioner for small business services in New York City. And they brought out an RV so people could sign up for the services on the spot. So many people had consultations yesterday and signed up. So I was really proud that that happened and was very successful.
2: All right. Well, yesterday I was doing my third job. This is my actual third job. I was an Uber driver. Uh, my nanny doesn't work on Wednesdays, so everything is just me and my wife. So, uh, yesterday I had to go buy my daughter some jeans. I
3: didn't feel sympathetic just now when you I said I
2: know, that. I know, but I don't care. My
3: nanny doesn't work.
2: She doesn't work. I, I got five kids. It's, <laughs> it's difficult. So, my daughter likes red monkey jeans. You ever heard of red monkey Back ha- in the day. Well, no, that, now there's some new jeans. Red Monkey, it fits her well, so I had to go buy her some Red Monkey jeans.
3: Wait, so they relaunched Red Monkey?
2: I don't even know if it's the same company, but she, they're Red Monkey. Okay. All right, now my, uh, the baby had swimming lessons, so I had to take the baby to swimming lessons, right? But it's not swimming lessons where you have to get in the water with her, so I had to swim with her, right? And she likes to play too much, so it wasn't fun. She just likes to splash, so that wasn't cool. Then my, my three-year-old, Jackson, He's into T ball right now. So he had T ball practice. So I had What's T ball? It's like baseball, but instead of uh they hit off a T. Okay.
3: There's
2: no pitching. And my four year old, she's into acting now. So I had to take her to acting class and then she wanted to go over all her lines. Stop it. Stop it, right? Stop stop the music. This is this is her line. I'm bright as a tree. That was it, yeah, yeah. And after, so she went over it, and that's that's what I did. At class. That's good. But we did we did 152 times. Like,
3: I'm bright as a tree. And just imagine a nanny does that every day. I'm
2: bright as a tree. I think you got to give your I, nanny I to be a, a like, raise. If you baby to get that effing tree out my house? But I said, I right, I'm gonna be cool. You think it's I'm time to give cool. the nanny a raise? No, yeah, she she, gets she a raise. does that
3: every day. She's
2: good money. I'm bright as a tree. What does bright as a tree mean? Damn it, I don't. You're know. light skin. Oh, my goodness. And then Logan... Since Charlamagne's uh, not here to say it. No, uh, thank you. And then uh, the good thing with Logan is he could do everything on his own. I'm like, oh, here's a basketball. Go practice your jump shot. And he's good money. Uh, but that was my day. So I'm pretty tired.
3: Where is Charlamagne?
2: He's running a little late. <laughs> I'm sure the Highland Tunnel, when I uh, left this morning, one of the bridges to get here was a lot, was very delayed. So I'm sure he took that way. I should have been a cool co and hit him and be like, don't take the Highland Tunnel. But I ain't think about it. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Ludacris will be joining us Luda. this morning. Luda! So we'll kick it with Luda. He has his uh, new show, Fair Factor, which is coming back to MTV. I'm not sure of the time, so we can ask Luda when he gets here. And we got front-page news. What are we talking about in front-page news?
3: Well, Donald Trump decided to have a sit-down after listening to a series of emotional stories about school safety. And we'll tell you what happened at that sit-down. Okay. I'm right as a tree. We know. All right. <laughs> Dumb as a rock.
2: Shut up. Front-page news is when we come back. It's a breakfast local morning.
3: Everybody is DJ
2: NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Let's start off with Donald Trump.
3: Yes, Donald Trump sat down face to face with students and parents who have demanded action on gun violence. And many of these people also are directly related to victims from the Parkland uh, shooting in Florida. And here is what President Donald Trump have to say ap- after listening to a lot of the emotional stories and a lot of the pleas. That the people who were in attendance had to say it
2: would be it's called concealed carry where a teacher would have a concealed gun on them they'd go for special training and they would be there and you would no longer have a gun-free zone a gun-free zone is let's go in and let's attack because bullets aren't coming back at us horrible idea my daughter asked me about this yesterday and i told her that it was a horrible idea i think you're giving the teachers too much power you know with a gun you're able to kill somebody and I think that's too much power for a teacher, somebody that might be stressed, somebody that might not actually know how the weapon is used. And You can say, yeah, take a class, but I've taken many classes. My wife is taking many classes. If I give a gun right now, I'm scared to help. But I think that's too much power for a teacher. Have police officers there. Have security guards there with, with guns that do this for a living.
3: How many police officers and securities do you think should be in schools, though?
2: I mean, I think if you have what? one officer or maybe two officers, people will less likely come to that school with a weapon because they don't know where that is going to be. And would this
3: be in every school?
2: Every school have okay. an officer. Dr. Palak,
3: whose sister was, um, is Meadow Palak, said, I'm not here to debate, but I lost my sister... And like Mr. President said, if you could find 20 percent of maybe retired law enforcement officers or a teacher who could go through discrete training to carry a firearm around his waist, it could have been a very different situation. We need more security. We need more firearms on campus. We need better background checks and we need to study more on mental health. So according to Donald Trump, he feels like. It would be up to 20% of teachers having these guns and they would be very adept at handling a gun and they would be concealed carry. They would have a concealed gun on them and go for special training.
2: Think about it, right, E? In I'm... school, you had teachers that you could make cry. Am I right or wrong? They There's that one teacher that was a cry. You ever made a cop cry? No, that's his job. That's what he's paid to do. No, I don't want a teacher that's crying to have a weapon. Unless they take it back to the old school days. My, my high school was the first school to have metal detectors. Andrew Jackson, my zone school. Put metal detectors back in the school.
3: Now, here's my thoughts. And I know I'm different than both you and Charlamagne, but I don't think anybody at all should have guns in schools, period. And metal detector thing is kind of hard. But if they put it in every single school, because I think sometimes certain schools are targeted. And that's not a good feeling to walk into your school and have to go through a metal detector and have. It's just.
2: But at least you know you're safe.
3: It's. Yeah, but if somebody really wants to get a gun in a school, you think the metal detector is going to stop them?
2: Yes, if it's around all the circumvent. entrances, absolutely. And they have cameras and they lock the doors, absolutely.
3: All of that. Somehow, some way, people manage to find a way to get things done if they really, really want to.
2: It'll be a lot harder. But
3: I, I do agree. But if you do it, I feel like you have to do it across the board. It can't just be like, this is a bad school. This is a bad school. We're only going to do it here. Yeah, all the schools. Right. All right, now let's talk about Marco Rubio. They had a CNN town hall in Florida. Mm-hmm. He's a Florida Republican senator. You know Marco Rubio. And he had some things to say about gun control. And he supports raising the age to buy rifles. He said he is also open to reconsidering the size of gun magazines because it might, might not have saved everybody's life, but it could have saved some of the lives that were taken. And he doesn't agree with the proposal to arm teachers that Donald Trump threw out there. Here's what else he had to say.
4: If you are 18 years of age, you should not be able to buy a rifle, and I will support a law that takes that right away.
5: I will support the banning of bump stocks, and I know that the president has ordered the attorney general to do it, and if he doesn't, we should do it by law. I will support changing our background system so that it includes more information than it includes now, and that all states across the country are required or incentivized to report all the information into it.
4: I traditionally have not supported looking at magazine
5: clip size and after this and some of the details I've learned about it, I'm reconsidering that
4: position.
3: Mm. And one of uh, the students who asked him, if he, what, what about the NRA? The NRA supports him financially and has given contributions. And he responded, uh, people buy into my agenda and I do support the Second Amendment. And he said, I don't know. But is okay. he going to continue taking money from the NRA? Probably.
2: All right. And I agree. I don't think an 18-year-old should be able to buy that type of weapon. But. That is me. All right. What about a
3: handgun?
2: No. Well, handgun, you got to be 21 regardless. All states. Mm -hmm. All right. It's 18 for a rifle. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, and you just want to vent. 800-585-1051. Or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. And shout to my Hampton alumni. I'm trying to get to the bottom of what's going on in Hampton. They're having some problems with food, problems with uh, maintenance out there with the students. And the students have been calling me like crazy. So I reached out to the uh, president and see if we could get some, some kind of things fixed and talked about. So I'm working here. All right? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Couldn't even co-sign for me I do what I want cause I'm signed
6: to me I get that, I get that, I get the, the, the back They get the back, have to cut it in half Stop the comparing, y'all making me laugh Need we rehab, I'm addicted to cash Convertible walk, convertible talk My dope got a vertical, look at that hop And it jump out the pot Came out the jail and went straight to the top Take it easy, baby Middle of summer, I'm freezing, baby. Don't leave me, baby. Just drop to your knees and please me, baby. I'm fascinated. too so fine that I'm it
0: Congratulations. She's so good that I graduated. Wow. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this?
4: Hello?
2: Hello, Andy? Hey, good morning. What's your name? Hi, good morning, it's Selena. What's up? What's up, Selena? Get it off your chest, mama. Um, is is Charlemagne there finally? He's finally
4: here. Hey, baby. Oh, hi, honey. How are you, sweetheart?
2: Yeah, you know, doing
5: this work thing.
4: Oh yeah. So, so you made love to your wife last night?
5: That's why you was late this morning. No, I didn't. I went to go see Black Panther for the third time,
4: though.
2: Oh, with your wife? or oh, no. No, it is me and my daughter. Asking the last night. me and my daughter last night.
4: <laughs> well, hi ye. I'm sorry, boo-boo. I just want to say hi. Good morning. But what's up? Why are you calling, Mama? I'm just calling because you know, s sh- sh- is real stupid out there. I- I'm from Flor, I'm originally from the Bronx, and I live in Florida. <laughs> Jesus and Christ! You no, know, Charlemagne. I am not crazy because I know you say that the most craziest people are either from the Bronx or Florida. Yeah. Oh, sh- I'm sorry. Uh, I- no, Wow. I but I didn't mean to curse. I'm sorry. But no, seriously, Parkland, I, I live in Lakeland, Florida, which is central. And Parkland is like what Fort Lauderdale which is just maybe like two hours away. But this whole gun law situation, I think it Is it, is, it, it, I'm like 50-50 with it, with the whole teachers can have, you know, guns and, and stuff or whatever. I, I believe in the right to bear arms. However, you know, why, why do we even have to hold guns in the first place? Why? Why our society today is all about? Oh my God! I need to have a gun so I can protect myself. Why, what you mean do you today? To it's been
5: it's, it's been like that since the since the days of the Wild Wild West, baby. But I do feel like um, they should have armed security in schools.
4: Oh well, I went to Stevenson High School in the Bronx in the, in what is that? Soundview, Castle Hill, whatever Stevenson Commons, in, in, in what? off for of White Plains, and I we had we had that whole you know the the metal detectors and stuff. So I remember going to school. I graduated from high school in ninety six and it's like I remember having to go to school but with- and, and the metal detectors and then whoever, you know, randomly getting searched. Like, I feel like I was going on the airport with the whole, you know, security stuff or whatever. And I'm sure, and those were the days with the nietas and the and the Latin Kings. I mean, yeah, and, the box have Transformers,
2: stuff. Decepticons. I remember all those days, but you like remember I said, that? My zone yeah, school, one of those people. My and, you, school you know, had I mean, back in the day, too. it
4: was all about throwing hands. And unfortunately, today, we got to worry about guns. But back in the day, you know, the whole thing that they want to put the the airport security in the high schools. If they gonna if they gotta do that, then do it. Because right. I remember, I like I said, when I was in high school, that's what I had to do every right. freaking seven o'clock
5: in the morning. next freaking day on the bus to thirty nine. Okay, buses, okay, four my four God, you Latinos stuff. talk so much. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> Mama. I love you. She was just trying to express Jesus herself. Jesus Christ, we get it already. Mm-hmm. All right. There
3: are some backstory she had to explain. yeah, yeah too, much, too much everything. backstory.
5: All that back in the day don't mm-hmm. got nothing to do with it right now.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five. 1051 If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Yeah, let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed,
4: or blessed. Man with your chest. we want to hear from you
0: on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out.
2: Trav, you mad? This morning, I heard Trav. Uh, I'm, I'm not even mad. I'm just disturbed. Why are you disturbed, Trav?
0: I'm disturbed because you know when I call when I called the other day, you told me that somebody was ranting about me. Uh-huh. But you know Uh-oh. I had just missed, I had just missed get it off your chest. So I had to go back on YouTube and listen to it. And one of the girls from the Beehive was coming for me. You sure yes, was. For
3: real. Well, you should watch just your mouth about
0: Beyonce, Trav. All because, no, see, I wasn't talking about Beyonce. All I said was that I wasn't sticking around for no cheating. Now, anybody that knows me knows I love. Queen B.
5: You know, why, what I'm you, saying is you know why you crazy. ain't sticking around for no cheating? Because you ain't get the right sticking from somebody yet. As soon as you get oh, that God. good stick, you're going to stick with them.
3: Trap, I'm glad you know your value and your worth. If that's uh, how you I, feel. All I'm
5: saying is I love you. i said what I said. Ladies,
0: you have too many examples of people that just won't let a filthy, low-down, dirty dog, cheating-ass man go and walk out their life. So all I'm saying is that I choose not to stick around, always wondering if my man she and you know, always feeling slightly insecure. If it's yeah, old, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You, That's say that, right, so you that penis Level the right Trav.
3: the up, Trav. Level up, Trav. When you get that Trav.
2: penis with the right amount of veins, you're going to change. Trav might have that penis now. He that. So
0: He's one single. One say nothing about it. Like, I, you know, I try, I try to live like Cardi B,
2: you know, and well, why
0: would I hop on some beef when I can just hop on my Honda and go to work like <laughs> I'm about to do?
3: Trav, we should try to hook you up with somebody. That should be our mission.
0: I just feel so disrespected because this man told me to get some knee pads and get on my knees and put a D in my mouth. First of all, I don't need knee pads. And Thank don't drink with a good time.
3: Ooh, okay. Okay, Trav. That's the
0: only disrespectful thing you said was telling me to get knee pads. The He's to squats. Do it,
5: do it four times. <laughs> and by the way, you can't be like Cardi B because Cardi B is willing to let her man cheat a little bit. Okay? <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Goodbye. you, Trav. Mm-hmm. Whitney! Hey. What's up? Good
2: morning. Hey, good morning. I was calling about your comment about teachers having too much power with guns
1: in the classroom.
2: I think if a teacher is able to carry a gun, I think that gives them too much power. I think.
1: So i teach i've been teaching for 10 years and personally i would not want and many of my friends who are teachers would not want the the responsibility left Power, more responsibility of mm. having to blast off a gun in a classroom when you're trying to not only save the children's lives but your life as well. We have families to go home to. Absolutely. And we don't want to be at the front lines of having to disarm or potentially kill somebody. That's
5: not even your job.
1: It's not, and that's why I think it's like it's less about power, but it's more about responsibility. Our job credits and our job descriptions are listed very clearly in our contract, and nowhere in there does it say to stand at the front line Mm -hmm. and shoot somebody who comes in at the door. That's absolutely the job for security and school districts need to employ more security just like the other caller said more like you know, retired um, retired police officers or people that actually
2: want to do that. That's not our job. Oh, they are trained I, to do that. Right.
5: Yeah, right. I can't even believe that this is really an issue, Thank you, man. Mama. You ban all automatic weapons, put armed security in the schools that you think need armed security. It's not rocket science,
2: people. But see, it, it gets to the point where what school needs it? Because no school ever thinks they're going to need it. You got to put it in every school. Well, give everybody an armed security. What's wrong I'm, with that? I'm with you. Like, what's wrong with a couple of armed security guards in every school in America? I don't have a problem with that. Or even even going back to the days where you know some of the parents come to school and just walk around the school and make sure everything is good without a weapon. Like, remember back in those days like your parents had to go to school and walk around?
5: No, 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 no. You said without a weapon. They need a weapon now.
2: Okay, we need an armed security there. You
5: know why? So I'm because I'm going to tell you why you need armed security. You need armed security because nobody runs
2: up in a place where they know somebody can shoot right. back. Right, but you know, uh, uh, armed security can't be all you know all over the school. But if parents are there as well, they can see things as well. And I don't—I see your daddy with a weapon. I don't want your daddy shocking all the kids.
5: My daddy been owning guns his whole life. Guess how many random people he shot? How many? Zero. Exactly. That's my whole point. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: you be shot anybody on purpose? No, you don't shoot nobody on purpose. Oh, like, that's what I'm
5: saying. Like, you, like, there's plenty of gun owners out here who are using guns responsibly. Mm-hmm. And by the way, some of these teachers already bringing
2: their guns to school. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't, say nothing. don't get it twisted. They already got their guns in their cars right now. Trust me. My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. You can hit us at any time. Yeah, we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, one of your favorite groups of all times has reunited. Also, find out what rapper got into a fight. In in the airport at LAX.
2: All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Loyalty, Loyalty, Loyalty. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Takashi 69 Who that? This is The
0: Rumor Report
2: with Angela Yee. Mama,
3: well, Takashi Six Nine spoke to TMZ right before he got on that flight from LA to New York, and I'm sure you guys have seen the footage. There was a scuffle outside the airport at LAX mm-hmm. involving Takashi Six Nine. We didn't know what happened, but here's what he said before the flight.
4: Yo, for all the people saying that that fight was staged for promo for the project release on, on Friday, but it wasn't staged. Stop saying it was staged. Like actually. Yeah gushing, bleeding from his face. Like, it's not staged. Like, why I got to stage something for album release? My sell
2: regardless.
5: I didn't see nobody bleeding and gushing from their face. Where no, was that at? Me neither. I would like to say Takashi 69 he earned that one. Okay, he was working on that ass-kicking all week, all right? It wasn't really an ass-kicking, though, but he was working on getting assaulted in some way, shape, or form all week. Taunting people out in L.A.? He was. He absolutely wanted what he got. Well, if you he want to know what
3: happened and who were these people that attacked him, they have also spoken out. Yeah? Yes. Now one of the guys is AC High, and he's in a rap group out of Texas called Aqualeo, And here is what his story. Aquileo. Aqu- oh, that's how you say. Yeah, Aqualeo? my guys. Okay, I don't know them yet.
7: We was with some close friends about some females, and he has a track record of you know bothering girls. Some of our fans on the underground, we, we we're underground artists by the name of Aqualeo, and mean he got a real nice underground following. Some of our fans would call us and be like, he's bothering the girls and sleeping with his girls. So when we got there and he did that to our sisters and was bothering them, they didn't want to f- with him. So his entourage got upset and they had some words about it. And so we had some words about it and one thing turned to another, but it just was, it come this time for him to get his
5: ass pulled. First of all, them Aqualio boys is nice. Drop one of the clues for Aqualio. They get
2: busy. You know? Well, I gotta They
3: check can, them can out. wrap
2: their ass No, No, they, they get busy, but so- see now you got that problem in Houston. And Houston is is a very small town. You don't want that problem in Houston.
5: First of all, somebody needs to tell Takashi 69 that you get back what you put out, okay? I want to know why is he in a rush to die, all right? Stop putting yourself and your people in positions that have to prove themselves. Do your shows, get your money, and get out the way. That tough guy competition, not going to do nothing but get you hurt or killed, period. Or somebody around you. That's it. Jail or in the grave, is whack. Like, what's up with the tough guy competition? Why?
3: Yeah, we see a lot of uh, stuff online about Takashi 69 and it's uh, a lot of beef type of things that have nothing to do with the music.
5: And so. I'd like to commend them young men for doing it at the airport, because sometimes you—that's you, <laughs> yeah, you you real. To, everybody needs to have that threat that it can happen any and everywhere, okay? Well,
3: nobody's pressing charges, FYI. All right, now let's talk about OutKast. They did reunite at a private screening of Unsolved, the Murders of Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G. in Atlanta. So, shout out to them. Of course, we would love to see some new OutKast music.
2: What do you mean they reunited?
3: I mean, they were were together at the screening, taking pictures, Mm -hmm. posting on the Gram. So it gets exciting for people to think that perhaps this means that something's about to go down. They're always
5: together, though. I mean, they be at each other's kids' football games and stuff like that. I don't know why people act like Big Boy and Dre don't kick it.
3: Right. Well, you know, the pictures on the Gram have people talking about a new Outcat. Because they always talk about doing some new music. So once again, that is reignited. All right, Tiffany Haddish is going to be voicing a lead character in a new Netflix animated series called Tuca and Birdie. Now, it's a 10-episode comedy series following the friendship of two 30-year-old female birds who live in the same apartment complex. So, should be exciting. Drop on the
5: clues bombs for Queen Haddish. And she met Oprah yesterday.
3: Yes, she cried.
5: Yeah, I think Oprah's going to surprise. Well, it's not a surprise. Why did he do that? This- what you mean? She comes out on the Ellen Show today to surprise Tiffany, but she posted the picture on Instagram yesterday and said, look who I surprised. Watch the show tomorrow. So I guess the surprise, not for us. Right. That was for her, for Tiffany. <laughs> Correct.
3: <laughs> All right, Lupita Nyong'o is going to be playing Trevor Noah's mother in a film based on his memoir. That should be exciting. She said, when I read Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, I could not put the book down. Excited to announce I will be starring in and producing its feature film adaptation.
5: Born, Born a Crime is a great read. That's Drop an include the for Trevor Noah and Lupita Nyong'o. So it's a real black renaissance
2: going on in this entertainment world right now,
3: and I love the fact that she's also producing. All right, well I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
2: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, Luda will be in the building, so we'll kick it with Luda. Chris, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: Morning, everybody.
2: It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Luda. What up, man? Welcome back, bro.
7: Thanks for having a
5: Negro, a light-skinned Negro at that. Oh, see, man. What we already got one. Now we got to deal with every
2: day.
7: I so, see. Right.
2: So what's, ba-
4: what's better than one day? <laughs> 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 NBA always has
7: some
5: type of beef
3: with, with light-skinned guys when they come up nah, here. Who does the homie? What are you okay, good. I just want to make sure. Oh nah, no, it ain't
5: no beef. He ain't no beef. Who does He's here to promote Fear Factor, which comes out this Sunday. Yeah, man. At seven p.m.
7: Season two, we got renewed. You know that don't happen often,
5: especially on MTV.
7: Exactly. That's why we here, man. We got we to talk about it. We got to gloat about this. It's real.
5: But before we talk about that, I have to ask you one uh-uh. thing. And I've been I' I've been I'm thinking wearing. this in my mind for the longest. Okay. Did you and Tyrese really get off of the Fast and Furious spinoff movie and turned it down? Man,
7: that is such a great question. <laughs> and the answer to that question is absolutely not.
5: <laughs> Why would Tyrese make up such a goddamn <laughs> lie? Hey, Stop man. It.
7: Listen, it, 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 that's my brother. So sometimes when he puts things out there... It's okay for me to just, you know, retract certain statements and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and give it from my my perspective and state the facts. An offer is a, a written something that's written down and someone actually gives it to you as Correct. an as an official right. offer. Correct. Now there were uh, there were talks about a spinoff. We had had numerous discussions about it. I remember us putting out on Instagram, putting out on social media. What would y'all think about you know there being a Tej and, and Roman spinoff? And the, everybody was. Replying to it And we think that would be great But the, at- the answer to your question Is no There was there was no official Spin off So
2: maybe he put offer. it in
3: the atmosphere Because sometimes we do that Just put it out there And Oh he said
2: the drugs Had him a little off So maybe it was that The same routine The drugs had him a little and off And you would and have to Ask
7: of- him that question mm-hmm. When he comes back up here Because I would love for him To show y'all proof Of an actual mm-hmm. offer to us. Because I could be wrong. You, you know what I mean? Wrong, Sometimes when you answer these questions, you have to you have to understand this is from my perspective. Got you. And I'm almost 100% positive that we absolutely did not get an offer. I don't know. Maybe my management can uh, back <laughs> me yeah. up on this. Yeah. No. I don't think yeah. that there was okay. an official
5: offer.
2: What, what's, your, what's your relationship with Tyrese now? Are y'all, y'all too great?
5: Is Another it, great
7: question.
2: That he used to ride the bike by his house.
5: He's, he's a little upset that y'all didn't have his back when he was going at the
7: rock. Oh my man. goodness! Did, you listen, didn't have his
3: back either. Let Charlie. me tell. You,
7: let me tell you something. No. <laughs> As a friend that's that's concerned, mm-hmm. I did everything in my power to try to tell him that I felt like how he was handling things was done in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I felt like his anger. I felt like his frustration was misguided, mm-hmm. for a better word. When you are Saying that this man should have just said no to a spinoff, or you're saying that just because he said this or he did this is the reason why our movie is getting pushed back. I told Tyrese to, you know, to his face. I felt like you are giving this this individual too much credit. I feel like it's not Dwayne Johnson that's putting up 150 million or 200 million of his own money mm-hmm. and saying I don't care what anyone thinks, I'm going to shoot this movie. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna question somebody, you have to question everybody that's involved with making this movie happen. You can't just direct all of your attention towards this one individual. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would, uh, let's just say, if somebody came to what's the guy that plays Tony Stark's Iron Man? My man Robert Downey Robert Jr. Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. You can't come to him and say, you know, this Avengers movie is cool, but uh, we want you to do a spinoff. Uh, and then him say, no, nah, I, I don't, I don't want to take away from the Avengers, so I don't want to do this individual movie. So it's, you can't go to Chadwick Bozeman and say, we yeah. don't want you to do Black Panther because yeah. it's going to take away from all of these things are going to help out the franchise, Absolutely. in my opinion, again. Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question on that, we are brothers at, at a very strong disagreement right now. OK. And, and I can honestly say that. And I mean, it's the, and again, here's the thing. This is nothing that can't be reconciled. It's mm-hmm. not. Anything that should cause alarm, as I'm sitting up here talking about these things, mm-hmm. because he's openly talked about them himself. Absolutely. But everybody kind of needs a retreat every now and then. Everybody needs to detoxify. Everybody needs a break. You know, yeah. Angela Yee is on a on a, a, a on a on a detox right now and on he a cleanse.
2: She said, "You look like a chicken finger
7: right now." <laughs> you think <laughs> so? Listen, man, like everybody needs a break, man. I just feel like we we taking a, a much needed break just to just kind of understand and really just dive deep into what the hell the disagreement is all about right. and to stay, and to get the facts.
5: Do you think Tyrese challenging the Rock to a fight is a fear factor challenge? I don't think that's a fear factor challenge. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I mean, that could be a challenge for live television if both both comply or both want to do it, but I definitely don't think that's a fear factor challenge. That's one thing we have not done is have people fight.
2: Now, if the Rock says Tyrese cannot be in this movie, right, and they take Tyrese out the movie, are you still going to do the movie?
7: Now, which movie are you talking about? The spinoff or are you talking about Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious. Fast and Furious? I don't personally think that that is uh, The Rock's decision to make. Yeah, when it you... comes to the Fast the and Furious that that franchise. That
2: the Rock is such a big person on that movie and the way they were going back and forth at each other. The Rock says, you know what? I don't want to be in this movie. I'm not going to do it. If he's in it. Because he can. Right?
7: Right. But here's the thing. As he's doing this spin off, The Rock is doing it. I think he's taking on a whole new life of his own. I'm not even sure... How that's gonna work out with you know? Supposedly we're supposed to shoot two more Fast and Furious movies, so nine and ten, and it's supposed to end at ten. I'm not sure the future of of everything going on, but I do understand that the Rock is supposed to do his own spinoff. Mm-hmm. So I understand you are saying it's this hypothetical situation right. you're talking about, back, but I'm like, if Tyrese I don't is asked back,
2: will you still continue to do it? Do
7: you st- if he's not asked back, would I continue to do it? Man, that's. That's a that's a challenging one because no, it would it's hey, not. It, yeah it is it, it depends on all the all the factors involved you okay. know what I mean I, that's a hard one because I can say me and him disagree on certain things but that's in terms of yeah it's still my brother you still have loyalty well, they, they understand this that's still my brother anything that I'm talking about here and you know like I said we may be at an impasse right now but at the end of the day that's still but my as brother But hey, place that's start your reach brother. with Kevin Hart. <laughs> Terrence Jade, I'm your brother too. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't, that, I don't think they're going to do that. If
3: that's your brother, he should want you to go and get what you got to get also, I hey,
7: would say. Hey, man, listen, I don't I don't know. I don't know. He, he has some strong beliefs, right. which allows me to have some strong beliefs as well. And again, sometimes family goes through that. We all know that. Absolutely. We all have issues. We all go through things. And hopefully you come back even stronger with a better understanding. And it, it makes your bond even stronger. So Did I'm you, hoping that's what happens.
5: This, this is my final question by Tyree. Did you agree with anything he said? Okay, you, when you say anything, you got <laughs> you you to remind me about you everything. Lie. Reference <laughs> to Fast and Furious and how y'all are a brotherhood and, like, the Rock shouldn't do a spinoff. I kind of—I pretty much just
7: stated how I yeah, felt yeah, about yeah. that. I feel like there's no reason why The Rock should not do a spinoff. Got you. Because I feel like that would be the beginning of many spinoffs, which right. would in turn— we would get an official right.
5: offer for us to do a spinoff. So it's not disrespectful <laughs> to Paul Walker's legacy or right. anything
7: like that? I, I honestly don't feel like it was disrespectful to that. And I'm looking at the grand scheme of things. I'm gotcha. looking at the bigger picture. Gotcha. So when y'all are asking me these specific questions, it's not that I'm not trying to answer them in the, in the best way, form, or fashion. I'm looking at it as in I feel like there's a bigger picture involved for all of us to win at <laughs> the end. And that's why I was so concerned. Like, that's really what it was, It's concern for a friend yeah. of him and the way he was going about handling things that it got to a point where I, have, I had to remove myself from the situation because I was so mad. And you can only want but so much for someone, you know what I'm saying, than they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was concerned that the way he was going about things that he may have jeopardized future work for himself yeah, in yeah, Hollywood yeah. and having people scared of being able to work with this individual because how he's handling things. So that was my main concern and I'm like damn near yelling at him like I don't want you to not be able to feed your family and that was his biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be able to you know what I mean with my daughter and, and all these other things and I'm like well you're about to mess up future things for yourself and if you care that deeply about somebody and you're going to be that emotional about it and that's why I had to like remove myself. No yeah. one reason I asked you because he said to ask you. He, absolutely.
5: Oh. he specifically said ask
4: Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that he did that because, listen,
7: man, I, I'm the type of person that it's like I, I will reveal certain things, but only if someone has already kind of spoken about it. I'm not gotcha. about to just give you new information when somebody, when I have that type of bond with somebody.
2: All right, we got more with Ludacris when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
0: Breakfast Club.
2: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Ludacris in the building. Now, Ludacris, uh, Jeff Ross, comedian, he uh, came up here a couple of weeks ago, and I think he wanted to apologize. <laughs> for no, no joking. He was serious. He wanted yeah. to apologize for the uh, celebrity roast, and he said he'd seen you at a wedding one time, and he, he just felt like you weren't trying to receive his Damn right. apologies. Damn right.
5: You know, I even just saw him at a wedding, and he wouldn't talk to me. Uh, and I love him, too, so it hurts. Yeah. I did reach out to Luda afterwards and send him a present and say, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I didn't mean to What hurt did you send him? I sent him some champagne, and it's a celebration of life.
7: What he said about Paul Walker and then what he said afterwards as if he was trying to, uh, you know, not make—he was trying to make excuses for what he said. It's good to hear him say that he apologized mm-hmm. because I didn't take those jokes. I didn't. I didn't like that at all making fun of somebody in, in a situation and, and where they died and the car crash and all that, I feel like there's a line that, that needs to be drawn at some point, and, right. and that's how I felt. And he's right about that. When I saw him at that wedding, it was Marco Andretti's wedding, mm-hmm. uh, my friend, and uh, when I saw him there, I didn't give him good energy. I don't know if y'all know, man, I'm just one of those people that this is this. A, listen, this Listen, is an industry where y'all all know, mm-hmm. and I've heard you talk about it before, Envy, This is an industry where people will act like everything is cool When you see them in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they'll get on this microphone, or they'll get somewhere on stage, or they'll get on a record, and it'll be something totally different. Mm -hmm. There's one thing, and nobody in this industry can say anything different about me. I'm going to talk to you the same way that I might say on a record or on this microphone. Or keep that same energy at all times. That's 100%. I can't, that's just how I am, man. I got to stay true to myself.
5: I got in trouble for something like that. It It was a radio personality who, we was at a, Colin Kaepernick Know Your Rights Camp event yeah. and he wanted to take a picture. I'm like, no. <laughs> Keep that same energy. You talked about me the right. other time. I don't care. I love that. Know. I love that. No, and then later on he was like, well, I, I only wanted to take a picture with him because it was for the kids. I didn't know that, but even though I did know that, I still wouldn't have took a picture with you. I love it. How the hell did my name come up when Jeff Ross was up here? Lord, I asked him about it.
4: Yeah, 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 oh, you yeah, asked him
7: about it. He's just doing your job. He's supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now,
5: the Super Bowl coming to Atlanta. <laughs> Absolutely,
7: can't wait for that.
5: Bruno Mars uh, was tweeting the NFL. He said, uh, "Atlanta hip hop stars should perform at halftime." What do you think about? That?
7: I agree. You know, and I was <laughs> I was having this this conversation with some people, and I was like, I had to look at the history of the people that have performed on the Super Bowl. I can't recall there being a rapper that headlined. It may have been a rapper that featured. Right. Yeah, Nelly was on they one came year out during somebody' right, performance. Right, but you got to think about it like this: whoever's making those decisions, mm-hmm. I almost feel like their thoughts are. We can't trust these. Mm -hmm. Because this is live television. And we don't know what they're going to say. But I'm here to let you know, if you give me that opportunity, (laughs) I promise not to do anything ludicrous, for lack of a better word.
2: Well, you and J.D. have to. I mean, you you got the Atlanta... Theme music. Yeah. Welcome to Atlanta. Like, it, it has to be I almost, something yeah. in that building.
7: I almost feel like even if it, they get Usher or anybody and then you just bring all the Atlanta artists out, I 100, I'm one hundred. 100% behind that campaign. Now that you brought it up on the Breakfast Club, I feel like we need to start, Uh, you know, a campaign. Let's get all of that. Mm-hmm. Let's get that going we right now, immediately. That would be
3: one of the most exciting halftime shows. I think so. This, this last year, it wasn't really that thrilling
5: for me. See, I, it was just I
7: regular. It.
3: Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't I whack. Was, it, was okay, it was just regular. I thought it was regular. good. It I, I thought it was good. It was great. Uh,
5: Beyonce brought out Destiny's Child one year. Katy Perry brought out Missy. Right, like, it was, right, right. It was he was mad moment. he didn't bring out anybody. If Danny brought out Janet, everybody loved it. That yeah, one yeah, little yeah. thing, bring out Janet. Oh my God, the best performance
7: but ever. What I just say about them people that make the decision? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. yeah. If, he, if he did something once, they
5: definitely not gonna let him try that again. Yeah, period.
3: Now well, trust. let's back oh, to tele- no, live
5: television. No, Wendy All Williams right. basically said none of the hip hop stars in Atlanta are big enough to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, which okay. I thought was that's ludicrous. True. That's 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 ludicrous. That's ludicrous. Yes, yeah. That's a, the that's, most I don't even know what to say ever. to that. <laughs> and she even named. She said, "Outcast." I'm like, "Outcast is like the oh biggest God. group in the world." You gotta <laughs> at be least kidding top me on three. that. Now, I would love if
7: Outcast did
5: that. That would <laughs> be amazing.
2: Had crossover hits. Luda had crossover hits. She,
5: she, she named <laughs> Little John. I'm like, Little John. Yeah, White people hits. love Little John.
7: One hundred percent, they love him. I mean, that would be great if we could do something like that. Whoever makes those decisions, yeah. we need to we need to hold them accountable. We need to holler at them. make yeah. make sure we understand who those people are. My bad, we had interrupted oh, yeah. so let's go back e to Fair. Here. Let's get
3: back to Fairfax. Yeah, yeah. Because would you do any of those challenges?
7: Absolutely, but they won't allow me to do them. I don't know if it's liability <laughs> issues. Liability. I don't know if it's insurance things, but a lot of those stunts. Now, let me just keep it clear. Part of the reason I even signed on to do this is because this is a part of my personality. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a thrill seeker. I love doing things like that, watching stuff like that firsthand. And, uh, man, I'm, I just love to have fun. And it's exciting. It's especially exciting to see individuals that I know taking on these challenges mm-hmm. because we had so many episodes that are extremely entertaining but you know we can talk about that later but to answer your question yes where I draw the line is where you have to like eat or drink adverse yes, you know I can't things do that. that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I absolutely mm-hmm. I cannot do <laughs> what's I gotta, the craziest I gotta, thing
2: you've done in your life
7: the craziest thing i've done probably uh jumping out of a plane twice doing that skydiving but is it you said twice it, yeah two times oh, and twice. one of them was here in new york state Wow. I loved it. One time was in Hawaii, and that was the greatest ever because obviously while you floating, you see in the island, you see in mm-hmm. the water, everything is it was beautiful it was during the pro Bowl, Um, Because I loved it so much, the first time I wanted to do that shit again.
2: And what'd you do in Hamptons on Long Island?
7: Well, it was, yeah, something like that. It was cat skills and.
2: And you did that after having kids. Like I did the first time, and I thought about it after I was done.
7: Like I got kids. I looked he looked like at a bunch of YouTube videos yeah. where it
3: didn't
7: go so well. Right. This is when I had just karma. So, so my oldest now, mm-hmm. I did that. You would do it again? I would do it again.
5: Why, Why though? Like, what did Because do that's for you? just, hey man,
7: it <laughs> it it reminds you of how much how how beautiful life is. Like I, it's, it's hard for me to put into words, but people that are thrill seekers, that are really just adrenaline junkies, it's something that flows through your veins, and it's just look, he he's shaking his head. Yeah, he know. Either it's for you or it's not for you. It's just like there's nothing I could do to explain if that's not something that you
5: would want to do. It's like knowing that you might die makes you absolutely. appreciate life. 100%. Got
7: you. Now, that can be looked at as completely ludicrous as well. <laughs> it's crazy. However, for those the crazy people like myself, I absolutely love it. So that's part of the reason why I love doing this Fear Factor so much. This is just another piece of the uh, of the art that I'm adding to the resume. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Y'all getting that TV money as well. It's like the music, it's the movies, and now we get to... It's like, art is like a tree, and we got all these limbs and branches, so I'm just completing my tree where music is the base of it. And this is something that I absolutely love doing, especially watching, you know, people. They, they told us we're not supposed to really talk about the upcoming episodes where we have celebrities involved yet, but those are some of the most entertaining ones as well, and that's coming up soon.
2: Now, Lala was on Safe Work. Uh-oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said she had an erotic dream about you. Yeah. What were your thoughts when she said that? My, my thoughts, thoughts were...
3: were. <laughs> you had a dream about Ludacris. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: sounded wrong. That sounded crazy. What I was doing just <laughs> so now, I, mean, say, I <laughs> was invoking ludicrous. You make to him too? No. <laughs> you didn't lie <laughs> like I got something in <laughs> Shut right. up, man. Y'all know what I meant. I don't know. I don't know what you meant. <laughs> nah, that, place. uh... This is <laughs> <laughs>
7: This
4: is awkward. This is awkward.
7: The person that did <laughs> right. that lie detector test uh, said I was lying about something that I knew wasn't true, so mm-hmm. I kind of took it with a grain of salt to right. answer your question. That's like my sister, man. We we went through, we did radio together. Mm-hmm. We've known each other over twenty years, mm-hmm. and so I, you know, I, it was good for television. Right. Yeah, it was good for entertainment, right. which is a lot of things that we do. offer for the entertainment business, but I didn't really. Got to explain yeah. to
3: your wife, like, listen, the lie detector test doesn't really work. I didn't it?
7: have to explain nothing. My <laughs> wife already knows. That's like that's like
5: sis. You like, didn't you know, make it strange when you saw Melo again? Like
7: Absolutely not.
5: Man. <laughs> Mello. Melo
7: is family too, man. He knows what he knows what's up. Man, I, I know what high school this girl went to. Like you went to Redan High School. Like that's how far we go back. It ain't nothing like that. It's like sister and brother.
2: All right. all right. we got more with Ludacris when we come back. Now we all remember when Kanye got into that car accident. Was it because of Luda? We'll find out when we come back. Let's get into a ludicrous mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Good morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Ludicrous is in the building. Charlemagne, do you think the music thing is behind you?
7: Absolutely not. I really feel like sometimes after nine albums, after doing so much music, every artist has a time where they kind of need to take a step back, kind of to get inspired again. And I feel like I just was at this moment probably for the. The last couple years where I was really enjoying all of the success for working so hard for so many years. And I feel like the best music is is yet to come. And that may sound like a politically correct statement or Mm -hmm. something that you're supposed to say, but I honestly believe that in that I'm starting to get inspired again. Like, I've been with Nipsey. You know, he's doing his run on promoting his album. Tough
2: album. Man,
7: it's like the Nipsey album. um, A lot of things that I'm hearing are just inspiring me. And I think that sometimes every artist goes through that stage where you kind of need that. And you got to take a step back and you got to be a fan for a second and just watch and, and remember what made you fall in love with things in the first place. Even like like you had talked about, what keeps you grounded? And me yeah. go get back in my Acura Legend and ride around mm-hmm. from the times where when you were a kid and, and the things that got you excited. And that's kind of like that stage that I was in. And I also remember reading something about Erica Badu um, where, she, where they were asking her about putting out music because she's one of my favorite artists. And she said something about, well, you know, I'm, I'm uploading right now. You know, I'm finding my truth when she's inspired when she's inspired. So it kind of goes more to what I'm saying in that sometimes you just got to really, you know, dig deep because you don't want to go back and do anything similar to what you've done before. You have people saying that they want, you know, they want the old Luda or they want this and that. But I'm still that same person, but I've evolved and grown so much that I want to come out with an album that is true to everything that's going on in my life right now, but still make it. Uh, great for those individuals who want that old Luda. So it's kind of like merging both of those worlds. So that's what I'm doing. And in the meantime, it's just exploring all different types of art. And 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 I like, I need art like how I breathe air. We, we all do. And so I'm just one of those individuals that that's so curious. Like, my curiosity will not allow me to stay to one thing. And so, not that I feel like I've 100% conquered music, but what's written in the history books for what ludacris has done cannot be erased yeah. i said it before on a record i was like some people may not like the way i shoot but my points go on the board mm-hmm. so it's like those points are there that 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 chapter is written those millions of records have been sold those 3 grammys are in my house mm-hmm. you know what i mean like these are things and i feel great about the accomplishments do i want to accomplish more hell yeah do i want to do stuff for the culture and the people musically absolutely But I'm finding my truth. One one
5: thing Nipsey does that you don't do enough of is talk about his entrepreneurship. Like, you own a lot of things that I don't really hear you brag about. You might every now and then be like, yo, go to the restaurant in the airport. Right,
3: right. (laughs) that's not bragging. (laughs)
5: Not brag, but just, you know, I I think that's inspiring for people. No,
7: I appreciate it. I I, I draw a fine line when it comes to, to bragging so much. You know what I mean? I may do it on record here and there, but I'm just not that person that have to over- you know, over talk about or, or just constantly pound into somebody's head what I have or what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you gotta remind, you gotta remind people what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like I don't necessarily talk about the plane all the time, but you know, Private I still, got, we still know. got the plane. We know. So before all the before all the, the, the fly jet and people renting stuff and taking pictures outside a set of Zeta Jet and everything that's rented. I mean, humbly speaking, since you bring it up, that's I, I, I don't own. like that. I've like owned the plane like for the last fifteen years. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And my uncle is the pilot and has been. And it's uh, I, I let I loan the, the plane out to people sometimes. I, I know that uh, uh, my man Kevin Liles just used it, you know, the other day to go to Alabama and Atlanta and back. And you know, Twenty One Savage uses the plane sometime. Uh, it's, like, it's used for hip- loving hip-hop. Like, sometimes i rent it out, was, but
2: for the only I, the people I know. I was in Grenada. DJ, I, DJ got caught in the airport one time, and Luda sent it to, to, to pick up the infamous one time. I was in Grenada
5: <laughs> for New Year's Eve, and they was like, yeah, was Luda, Luda just had it, was here with his jet, uh, like, last week.
7: <laughs> nah, man, I'm glad that you did that, too, because the travel is something that I absolutely love to do. We was in uh, Barbados, and we took the short trip to, to Grenada, and, man, it was amazing. And I know you was there. You was doing some extreme cultural... You was looking at the, oh, everything yeah, was, about uh, the island. Yeah, you yeah, really you done be all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it was dope that you did that though. But yeah, man, I, I enjoyed man. I hey, enjoyed even a
5: restaurant in the airport. That's a big deal.
7: Yeah, yeah, chicken and beer. That just goes to show how big hip hop is. And 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 again, when I say I take a look back for it to come from an album to literally a restaurant inside the busiest airport in in the world is is amazing to me. And it's in Concourse D, and it's doing well. And anybody that. This lets you know because it's at the end of the concourse, so it's not necessarily easy to get to. But if you are stuck or if you have a connecting flight, this is something that you want to do. But I realize the power of hip-hop when people don't even have to go to this particular concourse, Mm -hmm. and they're going in the airport an hour early so that they can go eat at this restaurant, and that means the world to me. So, you know, it's a destination thing, and I I think it's a great thing.
3: Now, how did you and Carrie Underwood manage to link up to do a song?
7: So me and Carrie Underwood, this was uh, she sent the song and it was called Champion and they were talking about it was, you know, being made for the Olympics. And because that was kind of how the the song was was talking about in the subject matter of it. And she sent me the record and I was like, I, I absolutely love it. The one thing that I do like outside of being in the world of hip hop is entertaining songs that are in different genres of music and being a part of them just because I feel like I'm a very versatile artist. So with that being said, when she sent it to me, I got on it, and um, next thing you know, you know that it's, it's being used for the Winter Olympics right now, and uh, I'm just happy to again add another song to the resume of features. Also, oh, Beyonce lifted features. the ban
5: on Carrie. What happened? Beyonce lifted the ban on Carrie. Carrie's able to work. Oh, again. I didn't even
7: know that happened. No, you had so. to remind me about that. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce Damn. had a ban
5: on Carrie. <laughs> what happened? This guy's lying. I, I mean, Remember I she like, made what? what? Remember she made those comments about Beyonce and and, and everybody jumped on her. Career it hasn't really been the same since.
7: Oh, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I need
5: to do more of my research. yeah. yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I was reading this story. This is an old story, but I always wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, who kid said that you kind of contributed to Kanye West's car crash because y'all was in the studio <laughs> one night and Kanye was trying to impress you, so he rapped for like an hour. And you got mad because you just wanted to do your verse and leave. So Kanye kind of left angry. And then a few moments later, they heard he got into a car crash.
7: Okay, so so let me say, that was unbeknownst to me that that was the same night. And the one thing about me that I can say is that my memory is very... Uh, I have a very limited memory of certain things. like yeah, you know. Like but that night, I do remember him rapping. I never remember being mad at him for rapping or anything like that because I was honestly impressed with, with with what he was doing. I do remember that night, but I didn't even realize that the car crash happened that same, yeah, night. same night. But I will say for who kid's sake that his memory is probably better than mine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say that he lied about anything. I just, I don't remember being upset or mad about it. Gotcha. But I do remember seeing Kanye before and I remember seeing him after and the same thing that I said and I know was, will hold true for Kanye. Is that everything happens for a reason? You know, he wouldn't have made Through the Wire if right. he didn't go through that car accident, and he may not be as big and great of an artist as he is today if it weren't for that night. All right. So, you know, all praise do.
3: Now, for you, what are some things that you haven't conquered yet that you still want to do?
7: Haven't conquered yet that I still want to do. I would love to one day win an Oscar because I was in Crash, which was an Oscar-winning movie, and we got screen actor guild award for best cast ensemble and we got a critics choice award and so i remember telling my mom one day i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna get an oscar for 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 best male now what i'm saying is like as like morgan friedman this may be within the next 40 years from now i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's gonna happen tomorrow i'm not saying that i can't grow and evolve as an actor but i'm here to let y'all know before it's all said and done that's definitely something that's on my list of things that i would love to conquer because I feel like I'm I'm conquering the television executive producer world. I feel like I've to a degree conquered music and uh movies is something that's that's one hundred percent something I wanna continue to do.
2: All right. Well we appreciate yeah, you joining us. Fast and Furious 9, when you're going to start shooting at Did they give y'all a date yet? <laughs> uh,
7: supposedly, we're supposed to start shooting next year, and it's supposed to come out 2020. Okay. But ask Tyrese that same question. <laughs> Tyrese, let see what he getting no script this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling y'all. He's going to be good, man. He's going to be good. Everything's going to be all right.
2: Fair fact, this February 25th, 7 p.m. <laughs> tune in. Yes, yes. We got rumors on the way. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: The Breakfast Club. Apologies. During the ludicrous interview, he was talking about Carrie Underwood. I don't know why I heard Carrie Hilson.
3: Carrie she, Hilson is I'm, her name anyway. I
5: might have been the only person thinking about Carrie Hilson. We didn't know what was. you were he talking was, about. because when you mentioned
2: she got problems with B, I
5: was like, mm, I was mm,
3: like, when did Carrie Underwood confused. say something about Beyoncé? Well, Beyonce. it's okay. White
5: people, white people confuse black people with other black people all the time, so I decided to mix it up and confuse a white woman with a black woman. Okay. Be- all right, Beyoncé and job. Carrie Underwood never had an issue, but clearly the band is still on Carrie
2: Hilson. Oh, good job, because I was confused. But anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor
0: Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: Well, some very unfortunate news for Wendy Williams. Now, she exposed the fact that, as we can see, she hasn't been looking very well on her show, and she has been diagnosed with Graves' disease. Here is Wendy Williams making the announcement my thyroid has been totally cattywampus and that is the eye thing that you all have been seeing
4: Uh, my thyroid my hyperthyroid is attached also to graves disease you know i had my uh, um, endo appointment in december and it was cancelled for a very important business meeting this guy is booked until august my appointment was yesterday which is where i get the news my doctor has prescribed three weeks of vacation
5: I told y'all that yesterday, though. You can look at her and tell that mentally and physically something is not right.
3: You said she had a stroke or something. I said it's, you know? it
5: seems like she had a stroke. She can't even finish sentences 90, 90% of the time.
3: So the doctors recommended she take three weeks off. She said she's going to take two weeks off. And here's what else she had to say as far as somebody maybe filling in for her. Now, would you ever have a replacement house for the show? How dare you? Who are you? <laughs>
5: Hell, I no. I, listen, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, she needs to get the help that she needs. She, she needs to take well, three, three weeks. Because the, cause cause they the was,
2: doctor says three weeks, take three weeks.
5: They was willing her out there, and they was really just using her to make money. Because mm-hmm. you could clearly see that something was wrong with her, mentally and physically. I hope she gets help. Yes, and I hope it's not drugs.
3: Okay, the heirs for Prince's estate are concerned that they're not going to end up with any money. You know why? Because uh-huh. Prince's estate is spending about $600,000 a month. Oh What? Well, they have these legal fees because they're suing Rock Nation. Then they also have the monthly fee to manage the estate, which is about $125,000 a month. And the law firm, they said just last November alone, billed them more than $440,000 in fees and expenses. So a lot of spending, a lot of trademarks, overseas litigation, services on deal proposals, other things. So imagine you're spending $600,000 a month and the estate is reportedly worth around $250 million. Well,
5: guess what? That's not Prince's problem. God bless Prince in
3: heaven. What's well, theirs to his right. estate? Well, stop, Dang, stop, I'm stop. sure that with his money, he wanted to make sure his family was good. Stop
5: suing Jay Z. Exactly. That's the first thing. Stop, drop the lawsuit with Rock Nation. That could help.
3: All right. Now let's talk about Birdman. He is guaranteeing that the Cardi Five is going to drop this year. Here is what Birdman had to say in an interview with Wrap Up.
6: I'm guaranteeing you're going to get it this year. And I think it's going to be the biggest album of 2018. And it's going to be well
5: worth the wait. Does right. Wayne know it's dropping this year? <laughs> I don't know.
3: We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Jay Prince, in the meantime, shared a clip of Birdman that uh, is mentioning that Jay Prince's family. Check it out.
6: His family is like my family. You got to understand, um, that's why Drake come into play at. That comes from Jay. You know, nobody knows that. And, um, <clears throat> that was a way for him and I, who have a relationship... To allow my son, Lil Wayne, and his son come into business together.
3: Well, Rapala founder Jay Prince responded on Instagram. He wrote, I've never been a man to use the word family loosely because I believe life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm. I also walk in great respect for the universal laws, one being cause and effect simply meaning you reap what you sow. With that being said, I say to this man they call Birdman, don't forget you have children, and I know you wouldn't want them to reap the seeds you have sown by doing bad business. Mm.
5: Drop on the clues bombs for Jay Prince, man. Very stand-up individual. Mm-hmm.
3: And he's got a great girlfriend now. I'm sure you saw. He's dating Pilar Sanders. Really? Yeah. You didn't see that? <laughs>
5: I'll be paying attention. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. Well, drop on the clues, bombs for Jay Prince again. Another bomb. <laughs> Pilar is amazing. Pilar got... Elizabeth hey, listen, man.
2: When you said Pilar, Charlemagne was like... Okay.
5: Hey, nothing I can do. I'm out the game. Nothing I can do. <laughs> okay, somebody got to hit them baskets. All
3: right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor
5: report. <laughs> somebody got to break these records, all right? Goodness gracious. All right, who are you giving your donkey to? Listen, man, we need the young man, Takashi 69 to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him, man. Okay. Somebody need to tell him something for
2: his own good. All right, we'll There's get nobody that. Nobody around him clearly is. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs>
5: Time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, young
4: man. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is
2: a little bit of a mixed way. So, like a donkey. Be okay. Donkey of the Day.
5: <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches.
1: Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one.
5: Yes, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, February 22nd goes to the young man, Takashi69. Uh, I don't know this young brother. I hear the song they play on the radio. What's the name of the record, Andy? Gummo. Gumbo.
3: And it's Takashi 6'9". What am six nine. I saying? 69.
5: Oh, okay. Whatever. All right. <laughs> he sounds like a young Fredro star to me. Uh, a lot of onyx in his tone and voice, so I dig that. That's my era. But I've only heard one record. Uh, but I am very familiar with it, with his antics. See, uh, Takashi 6'9". Is 6'9"? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is always asking for smoke, ladies and gentlemen. And my question for the young man is simple. Why are you in a rush to die? Why are you in a rush to get hurt? Why are you in a rush to hurt someone? Why are you in a rush to kill someone, to have somebody around you kill someone? Now, I understand you have some muscle around you, and that's great, but don't treat your muscle like they're disposable. If you're a general, if you're a boss, then it's your job to make sure everybody gets home safe, okay? The muscle around you that are holding you down should be on defense at all times, meaning that if a threat comes your way, then they hold it down, all right, okay? That's it. That's it. They hold it down. The problem, you know, if the the threats come your way, you know, then, then that's it. They hold that down. But you are attracting all the threats all the problems that could possibly come your way, you are attracting because of the energy you are putting out. Now, if you haven't heard Takashi 6 9 and his guys were involved in an altercation at LAX airport yesterday, I can't say that I'm surprised because he was in LA taunting people all week long, asking for smoke all week long. And one thing about life, you get what you ask for and you get it because you ask for it. And this young brother is asking for it and I don't know why. Let's listen to Takashi 6ix9ine immediately after the altercation at LAX.
2: Yo, How many times I got to troll y'all, man? How many times I'm making funny y'all, man? That's my spinning, man. Look at my face, still untouched, yo. Beautiful, luscious, shit, man. Yo, just pack some out. We just forced some at the airport, man. Stop playing with me. I took that.
4: Stop playing with me. Y'all can't touch me, oh,
5: Takashi 69. You think you trolling people, but actually, you trolling yourself because you believe that you can't be touched. You believe that nothing can happen to you. Let me be the first to tell you every person that has gotten touched in life probably thought they couldn't be touched. And if you got goons around you that are paying, the, that you are paying to hold you down, please understand that as soon as you can't pay them anymore, they're gonna flip on you. And, and the trouble you're getting into, the energy you're creating around yourself is gonna cause you to start losing money. I saw on uh, hotnewhiphop.com this morning, Takashi69 has another canceled show. This time in Pennsylvania, you do realize that's about to be the story of your, of your life, right? Over NBA All-Star Weekend, you had shows canceled in L.A. You got shows canceled in Pennsylvania, and this will become a trend for you, all right? Because these venues are going to fear that the people you taunting online will come to your shows to try to get you. And when that show money dries up and you can't pay the people around you, they will cannibalize you, okay? I hope this is your family around you, people that really love you and have been riding with you since you was broke. Because if not, you're going to be all alone out here. And that long list of beef you're creating, all right, those people are going to still be out here waiting on you, all right? And to, and to the brothers around Takashi 69 if you really love him and he's not just a disposable meal ticket for you guys, tell him pump his brakes. Tell them stop right now. Tell them put out more music and less videos taunting people. I don't know if you're doing this for likes and retweets and follows, but please understand, none of these people on social media that's liking your post gonna be laid up in the hospital with you if you get hurt. All right? None of these people on social media are gonna be laid up in the jail cell with you if you go to jail for hurting somebody. None of these people on social media are gonna help you with lawyer fees and bail money, and these people on social media damn sure not dying for you. Takashi 6'9, you young. You're making money. You got a career. What are you trying to prove? All right, do your shows, get your money, and get out the way. That tough guy competition not going to do nothing but get you hurt or killed, jail or grave. It's whack, and the people around you need to make you simmer down on all that. Because if they eating off you, they won't be eating off you for long if you get sent to jail or, God forbid, die. Please give Takashi69 the biggest he haw.
4: I'm going
1: to
5: be honest with you, I'm less intrigued than this young man now that I know his name is not Takashi69. <laughs> all right. Takashi 69 was, was way good. more exciting. <laughs> my goodness. I'm going to be right. honest with you. A little flamboyant boy with a little rainbow hair. Mm-hmm. And I thought Takashi 69, I thought, oh, he going for the crap. Oh, my
2: goodness.
5: All right. Takashi 69 is like, eh. It's, it's not the same feeling. Is he 6'9"? No,
3: he's definitely
5: not. He's not 6'9". Oh. He's about 5'4". So what's the 6'9 mean? I don't know. Eh, we I should like, have interviewed him. I like the Takashi 69. <laughs> he got an album coming out. I'm sure he'll make his way up here.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. All right. Well, and up- the name of the album is Ground 69 or Day 69.
3: Maybe
2: day 6-9. I like 69. I'm calling him Takashi 69. <laughs> That's way right. more fly. Whatever you like comes off your tongue, bro. All right. Uh, th- thank you for that donkey <laughs> today. Ask ye is next. 800-585-1051. <laughs> Ask ye is next. If you need advice, relationship advice, hit her up. Right now, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. What line you want to go to, Yee? Uh,
3: let's do DJ online too. DJ, what's up, bro?
6: Yo, good morning. Good morning. What's up, bro? What's your question for Yee, man? So, I, I'm, I've been in this relationship with my current girl for a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. We just had a little girl together. She's going on four months old.
3: Congratulations
6: appreciate that. My previous relationship, we were together for 12 years.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: We got two kids together and when we ended, it was kind of like a mutual parting thing, you know what I mean? And we just always said we don't want to make it the typical ugly breakup where we got to hate each other. We got kids involved and everything like that, so we try to be cool and friendly and all that other stuff. That's
3: very mature. But, Did you guys
6: just yeah, grow apart? To a degree, see. Last year, I did mess up and fall back and and cheat on my current girl with my ex. Mm. But this year, I'm like, I don't want to fall back into that. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I see my kids on the daily. I see her on the daily because I see the kids on the daily. I pick them up for school, bring them home every day. And with that, I've realized, like, I'm still sexually attracted to my ex. Mm -hmm. And I think she still has, like, some type of sexual attraction still to me. Like, just randomly, she'll send me a video of herself and stuff like that. And it's like, that joint would stick with me all day. And then I'll even feel guilty because I'll be with my current girl, but I'll sometimes think about her but it'll only be like sexual thoughts they don't be thinking about like long time so I'll be feeling guilty like maybe I wasn't ready to completely move on like I shouldn't be with a current girl but I still think of my ex I feel guilty you know what I'm saying
3: so it's, it's interesting that when you were with your ex you guys decided that to mutually end things but still remain friends then you moved on but now that you've moved on you're trying to backtrack in your mind about what you used to have. Because sometimes when we lose something, we miss it. The problem right. is that you guys have children, three children involved now all together, right? Right. And you going back and forth is going to be really hurtful just for that reason. It's bigger than just you and your feelings and your penis and sexual attraction. And it's just a sexual attraction, so you're not attracted to her emotionally. You don't see yourself back with her?
6: Uh, no, nah, it'd be like um, like th- her and my current girl is totally different because the one thing that I really appreciated about my ex it was like her hustle like me and her we could hustle things together real fast mm-hmm. and the girl now she's way more chill setback, more professional, you know what I'm saying she takes she takes me out of that that whole street life, you know what I'm saying? So, it would be it's just a different and it's a better difference I feel like. It makes me a better person, a better individual, but Well, if you want to be a
3: better be, be a better person, be a better person all around. I think no right. matter what, we always have desires whether it's for an ex, whether it's for somebody that we just know in our personal life and that doesn't mean you have to act on them.
6: So, yeah, that's what I'm saying, it's crazy.
3: Unless you want to ruin your relationship with your current situation, And all of that, then I think you need to do what's right. And it's really not right for your ex to be doing that either. Yeah. She knows you've moved on. She knows you have a child. She might be wanting to, I don't know how she feels about it, but maybe she's trying to mess up your situation. Oh,
6: That's a fact. All right. I appreciate that.
3: All right. So just be Definitely. a stronger person, be a better person. You can't, you have a woman who's trying to upgrade you and upgrade your life, and then you're betraying her.
6: Right, right. It's crazy. But I mean, I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't just crazy thinking and feeling like that. But I, I guess it's a real situation. People deal with that. So,
3: yeah, people always feel sexually attracted to other people other than the person that they're with uh, to some degree. But whether or not you yeah. act on it, that's on you.
6: Right, right. Uh big up. I appreciate that. Y'all making it down to North Carolina for C We yes will sir. be there. All right, all right, y'all. We'll have
3: see a good you at one, the day you. party on Saturday. All right. March third. Ask E eight hundred five eight five
2: one oh five one. If you got a question for ye, call her it now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Stephanie.
1: Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Envy. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Good morning, Stephanie. What's your
2: question for yee? Okay, so I've
1: been with my God for 10 years. We got a daughter and everything. And, like, that's my best friend. Like, we go to the strip club together, we hang out together, and everything. It's still cool. But recently, I've been a
3: little more bi-curious. Like, I just don't want a threesome. Like, I just want to see how it is with a girl, but I don't know how to present it to him, to ask him. Okay, so you're bi-curious. You still want to be with your fiancé. Yes. But you want to at least experiment with another woman, but you don't want him involved. No, I do. Like, I Oh, you know do? How so you want to have life. a threesome? What okay problem? So, I mean, unless you talk to him, he might not have a problem with that.
5: Please tell me this on my First, birthday.
3: For some men, that might be a dream come true. Oh,
5: wait till Christmas. I like,
3: I've talked about it before. He like, no, it's going to be mad complications. Like, we've talked about it, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's bring her home. He like, I don't, I don't
1: know what you to be talking about it later. And, no, I'm not, but I don't
3: know. I okay, he's well, if, he's, do it. Like, if he says no, I do feel like anything that happens in the bedroom, if one partner's not with it, you just can't do it. And that's the sacrifice that you make in a relationship. You know, imagine if he wanted you to do something that you didn't really want to do in the bedroom. Well, no, that hasn't happened yet, though. You said what? <laughs> you said that hasn't happened yet? <laughs> what, if, what if he's like, man, I've always wanted to poop all over your chest? Nah, I'm like, no. Exactly, <laughs> but people do that, and you were like, no, I'm not really into that. You don't want him to keep on trying to convince you you're into something that you don't want to do. If he feels like he's then, just, hmm? I don't want him, to like, if he's something that he really want to do, I don't want him to do it with someone else either. Like, I
1: thought you said he didn't want to do it. No, I don't, but I, I'm like, if it's something that he wants to do, like, you said, okay, what if he wanted to do something that I didn't want ah, okay. Do? But, like, if he really want to do it, he's going to go do
3: it. Like that's not saying okay if your girl don't suck that hey. suck. so he's gonna want <laughs> <run. laughs> <laughs> yeah but this is a little more more than just that this is bringing a whole other person into a situation and it does cause complications for a lot of people so I understand his point of view so if he's not with it and you can't convince him to want to do it then unless you want to cheat on him that's your only other option do you feel like you can't go on without having a woman involved? No, it's just something that I wanted to try. Okay. I, wanted to I do mean, and maybe I maybe later stuff. on in life you'll feel like that. There is a book, right? Um, I'm going to send you the name of the book. I'm trying to remember. It's called, I think, um, How to Have a Proper Threesome or something like that. Maybe you get him a book that we'll discuss because there's different rules that you can have as far as having a threesome. You know, in other words, the woman always picks the, the other person. Usually it's somebody that you guys aren't friends with, so it's not somebody that you guys will stay in contact with that might ruin your friendship or that you'll be hanging out with and he'll be thinking like, what's really going on when they hang out? There's all kinds of rules when you do initiate a threesome. So maybe if you tell him, okay, if we set some boundaries, here's this book, let me know what you think, let's revisit it and see what he says. But if he's really dead set against it, then, unfortunately, if that's the person you want to spend your life with, that's a compromise that you're going to have to make.
5: Okay. Why don't you just start off with a sex robot? <laughs> and if that go, if that don't work, go sneak you some tongues. My goodness.
3: I don't encourage you to cheat. You sound look, like you're about
5: to get a
2: little sneaky tongue.
3: Okay, send me the book. <laughs> okay, wait. Um,
2: <laughs> I'll put it on hold.
3: hold on. Okay, we put it on hold.
2: All right. Ask ye 800 We got rumors on the way. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee
0: on The Breakfast Club.
3: Well, here's exciting news for you guys. Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan will be teaming up again. Now, we all know Ryan Coogler just directed Black Panther, and they also did Fruitville Station and Creed together. Well, now they have a new project they have announced, and it's called Wrong Answer. This is all based on the standardized test cheating scandal in the Atlanta public schools back in 2006. Michael B. Jordan is going to play a math teacher named Damani Lewis who joined that effort because of the no child left behind law so their school would not shut down.
5: Oh, handsome ass math teacher, all the girls in the class trying to get at him. You call him handsome? They going to show that part?
3: Um, I don't know about that.
5: (laughs) They going to show that part? Can you imagine being a woman with a teacher that looked like Michael B. Jordan?
3: Or some guys.
5: <laughs> Yo. Oh, yeah, definitely some. Well, what Some guys, too, yeah.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, they are back together. Oh,
5: he yeah. looked like a gym teacher, old sexy, flexy ass boy.
3: You shooting a shot. That's the third time.
5: Yeah. You shooting a shot over there, bro. I'm just saying, come he on, man. That's like a bit, it. I don't know that's if it's shooting a shot or
3: being a hater. A little bit of both. Yeah, that's yeah, a bit, a bit weird. weird. Yeah, he boy, he what's too a good.
5: math teacher look like that. I had a math teacher growing up named Mr. Wallace. All right, Mr. Wallace looked like a, a walrus, and he had these big old balls. Like when he would sit boy, down. How do you know? Well, how do you know? Like, he would sit down, and he'd, he'd had these big, gigantic balls. Like, okay. he had some testicular right. problem.
3: Elephantiasis, they call it. How that's what it's called? Uh-huh. No,
5: no, for real. I'm dead yeah, serious. It is. That's so he was, well, star- that's what he it was yeah. impossible not to stare. We used to call him Mr. Ballus. All right. <laughs>
3: What does this have to do with Michael I don't Jordan? Know, I don't know. Okay, now let's get to <laughs> Tammy fantasies. Roman and Snoop Dogg. They are going to be teaming up to do a show together. That right now, it's called Get Into It for Rizal. It's going to be hosted by both of them, and it's going to feature celebrity interviews, hot topics, comedy sketches, and more. So they're going to be also wearing their scarves and bonnets. How does Martha
5: Stewart feel about this? Don't they still got the show Martha and Snoop?
3: I'm sure she does other stuff, too.
5: Okay.
3: Right? She said, uh, Snoop and I are teaming up to bring the funny, and I am ecstatic, according to Tammy Roman. He's a legend who is blessing me with this opportunity to expand his willingness to partner on this venture is humbling, and we are about to make magic. Gotta be funny,
5: Yeah, Tammy should have been on somebody's television with that Bonnet Chronicles. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the two of them together would be pretty hilarious. All right, Drake, God's plan. Now, TMZ ran into him. He was leaving the nice guy. How ironic and they asked him how he felt about donating that almost $1 million to different families and organizations in that video. Well, here's what he said.
0: Actually,
7: the best thing I've ever done in my life, to
2: be honest. Oh, y'all yeah, just gonna forget the fact that he was in a limited edition Ferrari. That's cool. I like was 2. getting to that. Hold on, dollars, Envy. I La was Ferrari. about to get to
3: that because that's your part to yeah, discuss, okay. okay? So, of course, he got into his car. As you said, a $2.5 million La Ferrari?
2: Not La Ferrari, yep. Yeah.
3: So, tell me about that.
2: It's, it's a limited edition. They only make about maybe a 100 a year and they only give it to their special clients.
3: Are you gonna get one?
2: No. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I hate about this whole 2.5. God's plan situation? is I hate when people
5: try to say things like, oh, it's just a tax write-off for Drake. Do y'all even know what that means? No. Like just heard, cause you heard write somebody it, else say it. Yeah, just because you write it off in taxes don't mean that you get that money back. Like I really think that people feel like if Drake writes off this million dollars he gave away in God's plan, he gets it back. Like I hate when people do that. As soon as you can make a, a donation, oh, you just that's just a tax write-off. What does that even mean? That's I what know. I want to know. What does that mean to you? They don't know. Because you clearly don't know what that means by saying things like that.
3: All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. For
2: the next guy's plan, he should give me that Ferrari, that $2.5 million dollar Ferrari
3: So he could write it off?
2: Uh, yeah, why not? What are you willing to do
5: for it? Shut up. If people was out here sucking for truck fit, what you going to do for a new Ferrari?
2: You know what? Shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let me know what you want to hear. Get your request on. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.